Welcome to Coffee Couch Ideas Podcast, where it's all about discovering your true self. So grab a cup of coffee, relax, and enjoy your episodes with me. I'm your host, Krithika Arkad. Let's begin the journey of making those small little changes in life. Why we buy things that we don't need? Well, it's a known fact that many of us love shopping. It's fun, it's interesting, as we forget all of our worries when we head towards a nearby mall and start shopping as we've never done before. We sometimes want to run away from our daily duties to forget our stress and indulge in a little bit of bargaining at the stores to find happiness in the things displayed there. Personally, I have great emotions attached to shopping. Daniel Kruger, an evolutionary psychologist at the University of Michigan, says that women always love to shop and it's natural for them as men were the hunters and women were the gatherers since the evolution of mankind. Well, there are a few exceptions where few men are fond of shopping while few women hate it. And that's another topic. Most of the times when we are on a shopping spree, we indulge in impulsive shopping when joined by friends or relatives. And sometimes even when we are alone, we can go over limit by our shopping habits. I remember when I was just out of college and got my first salary from my first job, I was so excited. I was accompanied by my cousin as I was new to the city and I was on a shopping spree and shopped so much for my friends and family. And I happened to miss the train that I was supposed to board. And had to pay double the fare to the auto rickshaw driver to reach to the next station so that I could board the train and travel to my destination. And all this happened because of my impulsive shopping. I know most of us would have a similar story to share. In this episode, I'm going to give the different reasons as to why we buy things that we don't need. So let's get started. One of the first main reasons is loneliness. We get an instant happiness and satisfaction when we indulge in shopping. And if the main cause is loneliness, then call up and talk to a friend or take a stroll in a nearby park and enjoy the breeze and the fresh air or just watch any of your favorite show on television instead of indulging in shopping. Or you could also develop any hobby. And trust me, you would feel so good. The second reason for overshopping is the comparison of our lives with people whom we know. For example, any of your friend must have purchased a new car or an antique piece of jewelry or an expensive smartphone, or it could be anything. We might initially congratulate them for their purchase, and after some time, it might trigger an urge in our mind to buy a similar product. And whether we really need it or not, we intend to buy that product immediately or add it to our to-buy list. And eventually, we end up buying the product. The end result is impulsive shopping. We'll never buy a product just because someone owns it. And if you really need the product and if you're going to use it extensively in future, then go ahead and buy. The third reason for impulsive shopping is our childhood experiences. We carry our childhood experiences to our present lives and if someone hadn't enjoyed having stuffed toys or toy cars in their younger age, they might purchase similar toys for their kids now. Or sometimes those memories would lead them to buy all things that they wish for as they would have enough money to spend now. So don't buy your emotions. 
The fourth reason is not having confidence in oneself. First, we need to believe in ourselves, no matter how we look or how we are as a person. Self-love is very important. We need to concentrate on that. If you notice all kinds of advertisements portray the flaws in us, which makes us feel less confident and eventually making us to buy those expensive clothes, accessories, shoes, cosmetics, etc. Once after pointing out the flaws, the advertisements recommend us to use their products and later it appears that it would change our lives as if there was some magic done and a life turns out to be a fairy tale and we live happily ever after. A lot of examples can be cited. And let's take the cosmetics industry. In India, two decades ago, not many women were using beauty products unless and until there was a need for it in their lives. And now it's common to use them regularly. Most of the beauty products aim at focusing at all types of skin and whether you are dark or fair, it doesn't matter. They still show the flaws in your face like dark circles, pimples, blackheads, face tan, wrinkles, puffy eyes and what not to sell their products. And they recommend us to use their products to turn beautiful and look perfect like a celebrity. Well, we need to understand that a celebrity always looks perfect because they have a hairstylist, a costume designer, a good photographer, and many more people in their lives to capture their lifestyle. And practically speaking, we as commoners cannot expect to lead such a life as it's a costly affair. And let me tell you, we are beautiful the way we are. And these small things on our face makes us look more natural. And you don't need loads of beauty products to cover them up. Be natural the way you are. And using the cosmetics once in a while is fine, but using it very often is not recommended as they are harmful to our skin. Everybody knows that. So remember the flaws are not real flaws. They are the essence of a girl, essence of womanhood, essence of motherhood, and essence of aging gracefully. So don't worry about the flaws. Just be yourself. And the next time you see an advertisement on beauty products, just think before you buy and check if you really need it. And if you really need it, then go ahead and buy. This is not a campaign for no cosmetics. However, this is to make you believe in yourself and help you buy things that you really need. Having said a lot on buying cosmetics and the way we look, I would also highlight on being presentable with what we have. Wear the best clothes that you have. Look good always by using minimal things. I hope uh, you understand what I'm trying to say. The fifth reason for impulsive shopping is social media influence. Nowadays, you would find a lot of shopping haul videos on social media. And these videos make you feel that it's good to buy such products to lead a happy life. Well, you might already have a lot of similar products in your house. And these videos trigger your brain to buy more. There's nothing wrong with these videos. However, as viewers, you need to be aware of the shopping requirements and buy only those that you require. There are a lot of do-it-yourself tutorials available online and you can create a lot of upcycled products. So before throwing anything away, give it a thought and see if you can make anything out of it that could change a shopping pattern. So it's not necessary that you need to buy a lot of stuff after watching these videos. The sixth reason for impulsive buying is the festive season. Festive season means purchasing clothes, jewelry, gifts, etc. During this time, we feel so excited when we see a sale or a discount at a store, isn't it? And also, we all love to impress people with nicest gifts during festive season. There's nothing wrong in it. I myself love the idea of gifting 
which itself is an art. However, we need to have a budget in place and we need to stick to that while we indulge in shopping. So the festive season is here and be cautious. The seventh reason for impulsive buying is the great online shopping. Well, who doesn't love online shopping? Where you can sit at the comfort of your house, browse all the products, read the reviews, make purchases, and also return if you don't like the product. Frankly speaking, a couple of years back, I was addicted to online shopping. My husband was traveling extensively, and so to run the household, I had to prefer online shopping to the traditional way because of the ease and the comfort it offered. When I was upset with something or bored or angry, I would take my phone, sit on the couch and start to browse the online portals. And this behavior turned me into an occasional impulsive shopper. I would then add a lot of items to the cart and eventually landed up buying those. At one point of time, I realized that I had to curb my shopping behavior and hence made a few changes in my shopping. Like if I wanted to buy something, I used to add it to the cart And one month later, if I still require the product, I would go ahead and buy. And this changed my shopping behavior entirely. And I noticed that what I had in the add to cart items were no longer necessary for me because I was still able to live without those items and I no longer wanted them. Even now, I do online shopping. However, I purchase only those items which are really needed as I'm not addicted anymore. The eighth reason and the last important reason for impulsive shopping is the marketing tactics used by big brands and retailers. Let's imagine a shopping scene where we have a mom named Mira, the mother of two kids of age 5 and 10 respectively, who plans to visit the nearby supermarket with her husband on a weekend. The family woke up late on Sunday and without having their breakfast, they head to the supermarket planning to have some food on their way back home. Mira has plans to buy only a few groceries, vegetables, fruits and bread, which was in a shopping list. And as they enter the supermarket, she grabs the big trolley. Well, it's been researched that bigger the trolley or the shopping cart, more it is going to meet your shopping needs. And eventually it's one more reason to shop for more, thinking the basket is still not full. Now, coming to the shopping scene, the family enters the supermarket and Mira's husband picks a couple of things that he needs from one of the aisles and drops it in the trolley. Well, these items are not on the shopping list of Mira. And he slowly moves to the next aisle to check if he could find something interesting. Mira is busy in locating the items in the list, which is usually placed at the end of the supermarket, which we all very much know. Meanwhile, the kids are eyeing on the candy and the other stuff which is at their eye level. And if we notice, a lot of items which were manufactured for kids are being portrayed by their famous cartoon characters, which makes the kids to like them even more. And uh, they could be anything like candies, toys or junk food. So Mira's kids have started to pester her to buy the candies, toys And every time the kids are asking her to buy their liked items, she was saying no to them. And the kids were creating a scene there which she actually disliked. And finally, she gave up and bought a couple of toys which the kids had asked for. She is also busy keeping an eye on everything around her. And she's firm to buy only the things mentioned in the list. 
However, she gets carried away by an offer on a honey bottle which says buy one and get one free. The offer was in bright color and readable font size which grabbed her immediate attention. By the way, this was not in her list and similarly she buys a packaged juice in different flavors which was offered to her at the free sampling counter. And if you notice we have a tendency to buy things that are offered free to us. Later, Mira also falls prey to one big cereal breakfast brand and buys the product which was displayed at a prime location in the supermarket that was attracting a lot of consumers. The family also grabs a few cut fruits at the grab and go section since they haven't had the breakfast and at the checkout counter where the family waits to check out, they buy a few items not in the shopping list like batteries, chocolates, etc. Which is the reason why there is a checkout counter where people buy because of their impulsive shopping behavior. These are great strategies used by big brands and retailers to make customers buy what they don't intend to buy in the first place. So when the family comes out of the supermarket, they realize that they have bought items not on the shopping list. This is what happens to most of us in real life. Usually at supermarkets and big malls, you would have noticed big sales, great discounts, all mentioned in large readable font and attractive colors. Then to catch our kids' attention, they would have placed products at kids' eye level. Then the groceries, milk, bread, vegetables, fruits, etc., which are important, would be placed in the last aisle to make us move around the entire store to get a 360-degree view so that we can shop for more. And then the sampling counters, the display units, profitable checkout counters are all a big way to trick us to buy. Well, these are the findings of many researchers who tell us as to how big companies target the consumers to make us buy the products by their marketing tactics. As if traditional marketing wasn't enough, big brands and retailers also hire neuroscientists to work as neuromarketers for their products, as sometimes the traditional marketing doesn't work. Neuromarketing is a science that is used to detect what consumers think about a certain thing by directly measuring the changes in a physiological way and using it in actual marketing to target the consumers to buy a certain product. The ability of neuromarketing to understand consumers' emotion makes it special for retailers and big brands to attract consumers to make a purchase. It's basically done by reading facial emotions, the tone of a person, eye detecting like where the focus lies on. These are captured by tracking the consumer's brain activity by different methods. The most common methods used in neuromarketing are fMRI, that is functional magnetic resonance imaging, and EEG called electroencephalography. I'm not going to go deep into it as it's entirely a different topic related to marketing. So unknowingly, we make certain buying decisions because of the effect of neuromarketing. Let's be aware of the tactics used by traditional marketers and neuromarketers. It's okay to market their product and they're doing the job. There's nothing wrong in it. Well, as a consumer, we need to be aware of our requirements and be clear in taking decision about what we want and what we don't want. So let's be a sensible shopper and buy only when there is a need and not just because a product is launched. So let's understand that by wearing the nicest clothes, shoes and accessories or having the most expensive gadgets is not going to matter if you're not confident from inside. 
So be yourself, be confident with your great personality and don't get too much influenced by social media or the traditional marketing tactics. And this does not mean that we put an end to our shopping needs. Have fun while you shop, yet be wise and make good shopping decisions with your shopping behavior. So happy shopping. Today, before I end this episode, I want to play a voice message that I received from one of my closest friends, wishing my podcast its first anniversary. Thanks, Anjanayar, and here it is. Hi, Kritika. I would like to wish your podcast, Coffee Couch Ideas, a very happy first anniversary. I have enjoyed listening to all the episodes. Each one of it is very informative and inspiring. The life-changing tips you share on your podcast have helped me personally and I have made many small and big changes in my life which is helping me to discover my true self. Thank you for inspiring me. I would like to wish you good luck for your future podcasts. Thank you. Once again, thanks Sanjana. And I'm happy that I've been able to complete one year on my podcasting journey. And thanks to everyone who have been listening to my episodes and providing valuable feedback. And I take this opportunity to let you know that I have more exciting content in the coming months. So keep listening and do send me your reviews and feedback to kritika.rkart at gmail.com or visit my Facebook page, Coffee Couch Ideas. Happy listening and discover your true self.